Red Channel Condition with Michael. The positivity experiment has been wildly successful. Jonathan. Let me see you die, and then let me see you come back. And Peter. It's hard for me to get excited. And welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Red Channel Condition. Remember, if you like what you hear, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a like, comment, or subscribe. I'm Peter, and I'm once again joined by my two co-hosts, Michael and Jonathan. What's going on, guys? Yo, yo. Hey, how's it going? How was your weekend, gentlemen? What did you end up doing? How, how's, how's life is reopening? The country is alive and, and vigorous again. Um, how, what, what, do you, what, do you guys, what do you guys make of that? Are you guys experiencing the, the, the rejuvenation? Huh, crap. My memory is starting to fail. I have no <laughs> recollection of what I did over the weekend. Wow, that good, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty decent, right? Holy shit, that's a little scary. Wow, Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> right, like you, did, you didn't drink too much or something like that, right? I did. I, I did not drink at all. Did not, I was not drugged. At least I don't think I was. I, I, <laughs> you know, let me check for organs still being inside of me. I don't, I don't really understand. Yeah, anyway, help me out here. How, how, what did you do, at least? <laughs> well, you know, my weekend was pretty good. I went to your house, Peter. So, wow, that's right, though, John. Yeah. And what a time we had. It was so much fun yeah, seeing it, you in person it was, and not just, you know, over the airwaves. Yeah, no, it was it was great. You know, uh, I, I wish we got to record like a special episode or something like that. And maybe we can do that. The, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe as, next time you come. Yeah, as we get as we get together again, you know, we should totally do that. Whatever, we got a chance to play Final Fantasy uh, downloadable content. It was Jesus. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. You know, we were playing uh, the uh, Intergrade, uh, FF7 remake Intergrade on PS5, so we got to do some some Yuffie. We, in fact, drank. However, we remember yes. most of what we did. Most of it. <laughs> yes. You know, I don't know what's up with you, Mike. I don't know either. I'm I'm sure I'm sure something mundane happened and. At this point, all the days bleed together. <laughs> the monotony of everyday life has just blended into one amalgus like existence for you. Every day is a Tuesday. <laughs> but how was Integrate really? Because I've just been watching people play it online, um, like on Twitch and stuff. So what what was interesting to me? So it's like it's you're playing as Yuffie. Um, but what's interesting is like you're you're given a support character, but you don't have control over that. You can't switch. Yeah. Kind of like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, kind of like Kingdom Hearts. He's just there doing shit in the background and helping you out. And, like, you can, like, synergize with him and, like, make your attacks do more damage and, and, like, in unison with him. But you can't flat-out control him. I mean, I'm never going to play this game until I get a PS5 anyway, so it's probably going to be, like, three, four years. I mean, maybe maybe you'll be able to get it on the Epic Game Store in, like, a year or so, because I think that's probably where it's going to end up. You know, the money hat will be strong. But in my opinion, I, I thought it was great. Yes. It, it's, it's more Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, like, what, what do you want? You know, it's, it's, right. it's beautiful. It runs at 60 frames, you know, as opposed to 30 frames, like, on PS4. So it's Absolutely like, gorgeous. Yeah, like, it's faster, it's smoother, it's sharper, the textures are better. You know, they have, you know, real fights, you know, real bosses, you know, again. Right. There's apparently like an optional super boss in this DLC somewhere too, and you know I haven't even gotten to that yet. You know, but we, you know, it it's a good time. You know, you know there's there's side quests like it's a it's a pretty meaty DLC actually. You know, it's, okay. 
you know, it's it's worth their their price of admission, which is like twenty bucks or something like that. So yeah, I mean, it took us a solid two hours just to get through chapter one, right? Yeah. No, that's bullshit. It's not twenty bucks. The price of admission is a PS Five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's yeah, five that's, that's five hundred plus dollars. What is it like nine hundred uh nine hundred dollars on eBay now? <laughs> something like that. I mean, yeah. You, know, I, I square. Well, <laughs> I, I considered the console an investment in the next you know, six to eight years of you know, being a joystick jockey. You know, I've been buying Dude. PlayStation since you know, 1998, something like that. So, like, fuck it. When Remake Part 2 comes out, and then the very next year, the DLC for that game is on a PS6. Mm. Mm. That's going to be amazing. When Square, like, shows you who they are, like, just believe it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going to happily inject my PS6. You my my PS6 nanites, <laughs> and I'll I'll be just fine with it. I'm okay with it. I'm I'm here for however many PlayStations there are until it's some sort of you know PlayStation as a service or something like that. Peter and I were just doing um some of the math before uh, uh, podcast started, and we came to the conclusion that you'd be pushing fifty by the time Remake Part Three comes out. <laughs> just wanted to let that marinate a little bit. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> You know, I mean, at at the rate of development, yeah, actually, that's about right. It took what, like, twenty years for re- for the first part of the remake to come out, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, let's be honest, guys. I mean, we're assuming that the game will be done at part three. Which, considering the the, the amount of story that part one encompasses, I, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, maybe we'll be, you know, maybe I'll be playing, you know, uh, remake part five, the quest for more money, you know, at like on my 65th birthday or something like that. It'll be a retirement gift. Well, you, you know, my theory, my theory is that, you know, they're going to, they're going to remake the game and like, you know, they're going to make whatever changes to the game they're going to make for the remake, you know, whatever that means. If it's, you know, Zach living or fucking heiress living or some bullshit. And then finally, they'll you'll conclude the story of Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it will give birth to the Final Fantasy VII Online. I'm telling you, <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And then and then it will never end, and you will pay a subscription to play FF Seven, <laughs> and you will. No, I will though. I will pay that subscription. It's just never <laughs> going to end. They they found the secret code to making money. So. It wasn't so secret. We've been telling them that since the since the game launched in 1996. <laughs> yeah. I think we've been telling them that. They, they decided to keep that red button under glass for like a stupidly long amount of time. You know, but that's on them. You know what? I'm glad because like, could you imagine if this came out on like PS2? Like, like no. <laughs> then, Fuck that. <laughs> then it would have been like that that Vincent game or whatever that they had on. Yeah, PS2. it would have been that, and you would we would have shat on. Yes. It, which I still want to play. I never played that. It is it is a piece of software that is for sure. It's a piece of software. I heard it was kind of good. Mm. All right. I mean, all right. Yeah, like all right. it's one of those things um, like, I'm... you know, like you know how you get to the jar of peanut butter and like you're at the bottom of the jar and the jar has been in the back all, of the like, cabinet liquid. and shit's all like dry like shit's all like dry and crusty, but you're like desperate for peanut butter, like that's what that is. Like you're trying to get the last bit of peanut butter out of the jar. So that's why that's why you played Dirge of Cerberus. Wow. Sounds like you guys had a pretty decent weekend. It's like you, you guys actually uh, met up. That's cool. The city is opening up. Nature is healing. You know, aside from you, know, the random you know, weirdos and you know, crazy people and you know, like you know, 
acts of violence and you know, break dancers and you know, uh, scammers and stuff like that that you would normally see. You know, the way that you can tell that the city is healing again, you know, New York City is coming back to you know, the wonderful place that it normally is. Like, so I saw this thing on Twitter and, you know, it was like, it was a video of a guy, you know, piloting a Green Goblin style hoverboard, you know, just, <laughs> you know, made out of drones, you know, right through Times Square, just casually, right? You know, you normally, you know, hey, you know, it's New York City, you know, you don't see anything that's like out of scope. You know, you see, you know, rats dragging pizza, you know, and, you know, they become memes. You know, you see, you know, Elmo and, you know, fucking Dora the Explorer. You just like, you you smoking crack on a corner. It's like, whatever, you know, the full on, you know, Green Goblin Spider-Man ass drone, you know, through the middle of Times Square was actually, you know, like, all right, like, I think I'll turn my head for this. That That's actually some wild shit. That has to be the most New Yorkiest, like outrageous thing I've ever heard of. Um, I don't know what I would do. Like, I probably see it coming and enjoy the spectacle, but I would do everything within my conscious mind not to look anymore because to me that guy is screaming, "Look at me! Look at me! Look at me!" It's kind of like he when you see like some guy on a motorcycle or, or a sports car, like with just a, like a ridiculous exhaust, <laughs> this guy wants nothing more than for me to turn my head and go, wow, what is that? I don't know, man. Like just out of pure spite. Like I just have to keep my eyes forward and keep walking. Like it's one, th it's one thing to have a sports car and whatever, and some spinner rims, but it's another thing to bring like a, a, a like a, an, a legit New York comic book villain thing <laughs> to life. <laughs> I would turn my head. This hoverboard man, like, he brought the heat. I'd like to believe that I would just keep walking, not break stride, you know, and, like, avoid the tourists. Nah, man, like, I'm I'm pretty confident that even even I would have to, I would be buying this guy a drink. Like, you know, we ha we, ha we got to go out on a date or something like that. If if this, like, if this dude pulled up on the hoverboard, like, you know, like, your Mercedes is tired <laughs> at that point, right? Like, like. You're what like what is your Rolls Royce? Yeah. Like does your Rolls Royce even fly? Like that shit's tired. This dude showed up on the Omni hoverboard, you know, descended right next to, you know, the you know, wicked willies or some shit like that. Like you know he got laid, like immediately after this video. You realize that, right? The only thing that would have made it better to me is if he had crashed. Like that would have been <laughs> like trying to style and, and just like break his neck. It is such a fine line between like this is so amazing to, you know, maybe being featured on um, on uh, Reddit's uh, "Watch People Die," <laughs> it is. But how it how is. great would it be if he just like flew into like a street lamp or something? Or just one of those turbines failed? Oh my god, I would have jerked right? off. Like imagine if he like went spiraling into like a yellow cab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, like, like right through the windshield. I would have died laughing. Oh, it was so good. And you guarantee I would have turned my head for that. See, and then you would have seen Maximum New York, you know, so this guy explodes or something like that, and nobody does anything, right? It's just like, oh, like, <laughs> I guess I got to, you know, play one more level of, of 2048 or something like that. You right. Know, like, I got to get, I got to catch a number six trip. Right. No, if, if this guy if this guy flies through a yellow cab, like I'm downloading the citizen, making an, an account, I'm going live with that with that shit. See, but you have to state that it's a terrorist attack on a citizen in order to get maximum viewers. Like you have to completely <laughs> misrepresent what's going on. 
Well, yeah, I mean, isn't that a pretty risky thing for someone to do, too? Because, like, honestly, if I didn't, if I wasn't struck with, like, amazement or, like, wow, that's cool, I would assume that, like, this is some Joker trying to, like, throw, like, actually throw bombs or, like, anthrax into Times Square. See, now that's what he should have done. He should have had, like, Jesus. He, he should have been, like, throwing, like, slow smoke bombs, like, if he <laughs> wanted to complete the Green Goblin. <laughs> like, flying his old hat. <laughs> That'd be launching munitions. Firing pumpkin yeah. missiles. Yeah. He needs he needs anthrax pumpkin bombs. That's what he needs. Yeah, like apparently the company that you there's a company that produces this hoverboard, you uh, Omni hoverboards, and you know that company would be immediately wiped off the face of the earth the day that like was this a was this a publicity stunt for the company? No. So like basically some YouTuber, you know, uh, this guy named Hunter Cold. And, you know, like he, his thing is, you know, flying, you know, drone hoverboards in urban landscapes, right? Kind of like, remember that dude, like Casey Neistat, like a couple of years ago, used to like ride on like, uh, like the automatic skateboards, right? And, you know, like he would have like a GoPro stuck to his head and he would like do roller, uh, he would uh, skateboard through the city. And like, that's how he got mad views on YouTube. So this is like that guy. But, you know, because it's like the ultimate flex, he's also doing this shit on a drone, right? So... But yeah, like if he was flying, if he was doing this and like throwing like anthrax or something like that, that company, you know, Omni Hoverboards would cease to exist immediately. Immediately. <laughs> so I had no idea there was an Omni Hoverboard. I just went and looked it up while you were talking. Um, their website is amazing and has no detail whatsoever. But apparently, like the cost of this thing is between ten and twenty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And how how long how long could that how long can it fly? Does it say that? I don't see any information on it like the website is just nothing yeah it it might be worth the 10 grand if you could fly for like an hour but if that shit is over in 10 minutes then fuck that yeah they they don't have a consumer uh version of this product yet they're they're getting there but they don't have a consumer version of it yet you figure it's so this is like the kind of shit you'd see at like the super bowl or something right like some guy like flying an advertisement around during it like halftime yes i don't know i feel like this is one of those things like almost like you know, you remember, you remember how we were talking about games last week, and, and you said that you were bored playing VR. Mm. You know, I feel like okay, we've seen this dude fly on this hoverboard, like, but like the third time you see it, you're gonna be like, yeah, whatever, it's a hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> I love the escalation, like at the the point at which you some fucking you like that shit is boring. Like, I don't know what else there would be to do in life, right? Like, you know, I, you I mean, know, look. We're talking about it now, and I'm already a little bored. See? See? I saw the video on Twitter, like, that 30 seconds. We've talked about it for maybe three minutes. I'm like, all right, you know what? I get it. It's a hoverboard. It's it's a drone. Wow. That's, like, and you f- go up and down. Like, okay, great. You should, you should just go find the guy on YouTube and leave a comment like, you fucking coward. Why don't you invent teleportation instead? <laughs> Even then, right? Like, how many times do I do you have to? Can you teleport before I'm just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do you even time travel, bro? <laughs> Shit's tired. <laughs> this is great. Like, this is this is one of the signs, right? The city is healing. Yes, you know, city. The city is getting back to normal. Ah, and and with the city getting back to normal, gentlemen, like, well, there's there's some events going on. What's going on in the city? What's the flavor? What's happening? 
Yeah, um, like that mayor election was uh, is is wrapping up today, right? right? Yeah, polls closed in twenty minutes. Holy shit! Yeah, like I did, I did my I did my early voting um, out of the way. Uh, got it, got it done early. Yeah, like I I actually just got back from doing my uh, you you filling out my primary ballot and submitting it you know, just before uh, this episode started. You, know, so yeah, you know, it's a. Uh, this this was a clown car of of candidates, you know, and you know, rank ranked, you know, ranked choice voting is going to be super interesting to see, you know, you know, what the results are. Like, I don't even know if we're going to know you know, who wins, you know, the ranking for like a month or two. Is it worth it to ask you guys who you voted for? I, I obviously didn't vote because I don't live in the city, or uh, you don't you don't have to say if you don't want to, but I'm curious. I think I I think I mentioned you know, some of the people you know that I had in you know, the balloting last time. I just you know, all I I made sure not to have uh, Eric Adams in in my ballot because like no cops, we're 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 done with that. Um, right. You know I I'm not doing that. Um, you know I'm I'm I'm. I'm interested in seeing some other people do some shit. You know, I'd like to see if Maya Wiley can do some shit. That was you. Know, that was a person in my ballot. I I find her really interesting. I think she's actually pretty awesome. You know, I'd li- I'd like to see if she's got a shot. This was this is actually like you know, another interesting thing of ranked choice voting, right? You know, so like this weekend, you know, you got to see like Andrew Yang and you uh uh Catherine Garcia. You know, kind of you know, team up. And you know, instead of you know, flinging bombs at each other, you know, for the last you know, couple of, you know, the last couple of days of early voting, you got to see them kind of work together and like rank each other on their ballots, which is you know similar to you know, how it worked for me, right? Wow, double tech. Yeah. So like you, I like you, know, I like to see you know things like that happening. You know, like running on you know, what you plan on doing, you know, rather than you know, like the people you are not, right? So this, 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 you know, I'll be interested to see, you know, how the ranking works out, you know, with some of the people that I had on the ballot, like Wiley and Garcia and so on. Do you guys think that there's an obvious front runner? Do you think that uh, Adams has a good chance with all the violence that's been going on in the city? Or what are you guys, what are you thinking? He's, he's been polling. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know how much you can trust the polls in something like this. But you know, if you do believe the polls, then you can kind of see he's been um, kind of like a front runner uh, going into this. Again, very similar to John. Yeah, I was just, you know, uh, no, no Adams, uh, no Adams for me. Uh, it is, you know, the the uptick in the uptick or perception of uptick in in crime is definitely something that's going to benefit him. And I think it has. Which yeah, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I I kind of hate that because you know, you know like we you know, people you know, in you know, the country you know, and definitely in you know, New York City you know, New York State you know, and you know, all over you know, America, like you know, are just kind of tired with you know, you know, police you know malfeasance right so. It's like a thumb in the eye of all of the people, you know, and all of the things that they've said for the better part of, you know, like two years, right? To, you know, to elect a cop as the mayor of the largest city, right? You know, you know, and, you know, I want to, you know, hold back like the full, you know, vitriol and stuff like that because, you know, yeah, you know, there is, there is that perception of, you know, a lack of safety, right? Or like less safety. 
right? You in the city, you and you elsewhere in the country too. You based on you you civil unrest and I mean f- fucking COVID. Honestly, you know it's a, it was just generally a very weird time to be you in America. You during COVID, you during the pandemic, during you political unrest, during civil unrest and stuff like that. Just in general, right? So I can't fault you. Entirely, you know, you know, certain you know, neighborhoods, certain populations, you know, within the city, you know, feeling like, hey, you, know, I want to, you, know, I want to rank people that are that at least appear concerned with that and aren't just you know, like no cops, right? But that's also mm-hmm. the fault of you know, some you know, political operatives and stuff like that not making clear you know, the difference between no cops and, for example, less cops or no cops and you know the same amount of cops what we don't need to spend you know six billion dollars on cops right like mm-hmm. maybe you could spend three billion dollars on cops and take that three billion dollars and you know make schools better for example i think that is um that is an issue that morales and wiley is started with defund 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 but then in the days leading up to today the election it started going into, well, I never really said defund. I don't mean defund. And you can see that kind of messaging, mm-hmm. right? Like that she was really leaning hard on. She had to kind of back away from that mm-hmm. because it's like fucking reality. Yeah. And when that last debate where she was asked the question of should cops in New York City carry guns, it should, like she was stuck in this position where like mm-hmm. saying, yeah, they should carry guns is completely off brand. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> and like saying no is not necessarily based in reality. Mm-hmm. She she walked herself into a corner. Yeah, and I mean you know that's hopefully you know, uh I guess like progressive politicians you know politicians you know, that you know, uh you know, get you know, move for more in the you know on the left side of the spectrum and stuff like that figure out that you know, their messaging needs to be more you know, you know, clear, you know, their messaging may need to be more nuanced, right? Their messaging needs to mm-hmm. be, you know, more, you know, so that you don't get hemmed up and caught where you, like, you can't, you know, like you get caught, like you, like you mentioned, you know, like Morales, right? You can't, you know, get trapped in a position where you can't advocate for any police because you said no police, right? You said defund right. the police and, you know, people, you take liberties with what that means, right? You know, and maybe you can't always sum up, you know, a good or a clear idea with a soundbite, you know? That, yeah, I. this is not a problem with just the left here in the city, but I think in the country, mm-hmm. progressives have terrible messaging. They don't know how to speak to anyone except for people exactly like themselves. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to convince, you know, a country like on... On a country scale, people very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it does nothing but hurt the cause. You know, I'm not exactly a a, a MAGA wearing uh Trump supporter. But even like I'm looking at like some of the comments she makes and like, you know what? Like I appreciate where she's coming from, but voting for her is basically voting against what I would value as my own self interest. Mm-hmm. And if like if I'm kind of like on that scale where I'm trying to weigh, okay, I can see what she means, but I don't 
but the way she's saying it is just so no. I I can't rank her one. Like a lot of her positions in um in equality versus equity, right? Mm-hmm. Voting for her great for equity, but that's going to hurt me. Like I couldn't uh vote for her and then put like make it harder for my potential kids to like to get into high school mm-hmm. or something. But it, it, it kind of sucks because I do support what she's doing. It's just that she's very focused in black and brown groups of uh, individuals. And when you say black and brown groups, you are specifically omitting Asians from that group. And you know what? Like, I get it because logistically and, and you know, like, I think what Asians are 13 or 14 percent of the city. Um, whereas like black and brown, like combined together, like are like more than 40 or closer to like even the 50 plus. Mm -hmm. So from that, like from a marketing perspective, I totally understand it. But all these policies that you're advocating for, they're not for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, that, that is, that is a thing. And I mean, there's also, you know, I guess the, you are, are these groups monoliths, right? Like is, you know, like, for example, like what? you know, Chinese people want the same thing as what, you know, Filipinos want is, is, you know, in Amer- mm-hmm. in New York City, is that the same thing as what, you know, uh, you know, other Southeast Asian groups who want in, in the city, you know, that, you know, that may require, you know, more, you know, I guess, deeper campaigning, you know, deeper, you know, roots within the, you know, within the communities and stuff like that for, you know, you know certain politicians to, you understand and you know, maybe you get them to you you get together and get unified in you uh, making their political positions you know, valuable within the city yeah i mean i'd, I'd love to see it um but i understand why they don't you know population is limited um there are there are language barriers perhaps uh there like there's a lot of obstacles where the juice might not be worth the squeeze right so like i totally get it um, why that why that isn't such a thing but at the same time you know um and that was the thing that drew me to yang right mm-hmm. like originally is like hey it's one of my like it's one of my people mm-hmm. and he's getting somewhere and then he has to go and say some stupid shit <laughs> about like in the beginning with the coronavirus right how asians have to like show how american they are yes like wear your red white and blue on your on like Whoa, on your shirt what the fuck? like yeah. like i mean <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't hear that? Yeah, I, no, I, that. I didn't. I was not aware. Yeah, like it, it, like I understand what he means, right? Because the whole thing comes came from China, and you know, he's like, yeah, like the Asians in this country have to sh- like show their, I guess, part of America in that way. You show that by participating in a positive way, not necessarily by like tattooing the flag on your it's ass. Like, <laughs> you know? like, yeah, but like, fuck that though, because like you Asians are American. You we're all Americans. I, you shouldn't have mm-hmm. to prove how American you are. You should just exist. You we're American. Right. In America, right. being an American, yeah. doing American like, fuck things. Fuck that shit. I, I vehemently oppose that. And that's, and that's the kind of shit where I'm like, like, I understand what you're trying to yeah. say, Yang, but like, but but you like seriously, fuck you. Yeah. Like, seriously, fuck you. Yeah, I, you, this, you, I'm sure that, like, you, in his heart, he didn't mean it that way. And I also mm-hmm. chalk it to, you know, like, this is not really like a politics guy, right? This is, you know, right. like a, a, you know, like a, a techno libertarian left guy, you know, like, you know, a business guy, you know, saying, you know, quasi political things, right? He's not good at this shit. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not the president, right? 
<laughs> but you know, like that that's that's a that's a gaff ass gaff. You know? right? Yeah, yeah, like that that that's something that's that stuck with me for a while. Yeah. Like I get it, you know, he likes to kind of make fun of the whole stereotypes, like how he's like likes math and like likes yeah. data and all yeah. that shit. So you prefer the math hat to the flag? Like I'm I'm trying not to um let's try not to run on stereotypes um good or bad um yeah that's like some of the, that's just some of the problems i had with him and him and him going into this too it's just there there's no one that i actually really care for i guess out of this clown car he still and you know, he still ended up on you know, my ballot you know, because yeah. you know, again you know, no cops you know. <laughs> but like also you know this this again this is like a very interesting you know time like i'm you know, i want to support you know, the concept of right choice voting right so like you know the fact that you can have you know, you know different people than you might normally have is worth it you know so like it was it was good to not have to you know oh like you know paper boyfriends or something like that like you know, <laughs> You if if you were if you were totally unenthused by like everyone else like you could totally give him a slot on your on your ranking right you know, mm-hmm. like so, you could so how did that come to be for this for this go around how is it that we got the rank choice vote option this time around when that customarily hasn't been the case um so like I think this was from last summer or something like that either from last summer or. You know, yep. uh, yeah, so there was you know, there were some uh, some binding referendums that were able to be voted for you know last year you know for you know during the primaries for you know president and so on and so forth you know one of which was that right so there was that and there was like another one where you know you could have you know some like a put more teeth in the CCRB in New York City there was another one mm-hmm. where they were talking about having like a I don't, I don't want to call it like a constitutional convention, but like something like that for the city where you could reorganize how, uh, you know, the city or the states were districted, you know, you could reorganize how, uh, the census would be counted and other, you know, such, you know, referendums for the city and the state were on the ballot. So ranked choice voting won, which is a big fucking deal, you know. Is that here to stay? Yeah, it's here to stay. Sweet. I like we, it. We, we do ranked choice voting you know, here. And I think, you know, that's going to, that's definitely going to change how elections are run. You already saw, you know, how it made things, you know, you know, even though, of course, you know, again, the city is healing. So you still had some goon shit in the debates and, you know, in, you know, the way that people campaign, campaign, but for the most part, you know, you saw that people tried to keep it more positive, you know, than uh, they normally would. You you saw you know, like for example Paperboy Prince showing up with Andrew Yang right like normally you wouldn't show up with your competitor right but like right. because you have ranking now you do you saw people you know campaigning together you saw people being like you should rank this guy number two or you should rank this lady number two or yeah that was um that was uh you you're talking about Yang campaigning with Garcia over the weekend yes. Right? That's good. I think that's a better way to do it. I mean, it's, it sends a great message when you can stand on the same stage as your opponent. And, and but you know, like I gotta go back to that because fuck Adams for for trying to play a race card there too. <laughs> I couldn't rank him less than not ranking him at all. But if I could, just on that alone, I would I would have liked to like rank him lower than that. <laughs> he he basically made some um, 
offhand comment about how the fact that Yang and, Yang and Garcia working together or campaigning together was some kind of attempt not to um, to prevent a, a a person of color from uh, attaining the mayor's office. Yeah, which, which simultaneously ignores all the other persons of color running and also excludes Asian people as a people of color in, at, yeah, at the same see, time. Yeah, I'd always thought that Asian people are included in the people of color, but uh, um, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it's all... Galaxy brain time, like... Yeah, sure. Um, Asians are are included in that umbrella of of people. They moonlight. Yeah, another one of their jobs, right? <laughs> but like realistically, like I don't know. Like when I hear diversity, when I hear people of color, I don't I don't see that talking to to me. Like I see that as another way of saying black and brown, or like if I hear minorities, I don't see, I don't hear that talking about me. I see that like also referring to black and brown. You should ask yourself why that is. You know, I, you know, personally, I believe that part of the reason for that is because, you know, there's implicitly that, that grouping, that tier listing of, you know, uh, non, you know, of non-white, you know, Anglo-Saxon, you know, Protestants, you know, non-WASP Americans, you know, non-white mm-hmm. Americans, right? You know, so... You know, because th- that that grouping, that tearing already exists. You know, that's why you know we're thinking about oh, you know, this is that group, and that group is considered that way because it's lower on the totem pole. It's it's quoted disadvantaged, so that's why it's it's specially grouped, right? You know, and then you you maybe you don't think of yourself you know, as somebody that's affected you know, by that tearing as much. You know, and I know we've talked about you know the the model minority. You mm-hmm. you know, that thing, right? Which in and which in and of itself is, you know, you know, contributing to the existence of that tearing, right? And that's not your fault. That's not like you that did that to you, right? That's like that's the world that did that to to all of us, right? Creating, you know, that you know, that ranking, right? Like if we're talking about equity, if we're talking about equality and stuff like that, why is there a ranking at all? You know, what forces you know, are facilitating their even being you know, consciously or subconsciously you know, a ranking or grouping of races, right? You know, I believe that's you know, that's probably white supremacy, but you know, hey, you know, that does you know, <laughs> it's difficult to you know, you know, while I believe that's a pretty solid explanation or whatever, you know, I also know that you know, you know, you know, stating that as you know, oh well that's just a re-, you know, that doesn't help anybody, you know, when you know they're you know, getting kicked out of school or when they're getting beat up or robbed or you know and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So you know, basically, you know, people that get wronged, you know, and they don't get when they don't feel like they're part of that, you know, POC grouping or whatever, you just get to be like salty and you get have you have no uh resolution for that saltiness. Yeah, it's um for sure. It's definitely a label that was basically assigned to us by um like the white man. Uh and it's not something we asked for or appreciate. I think the issue is that we're often just not included in the conversation. And when we are, we're pretty much used as a foil or we're used as the sacrificial lamb. Okay, I'll expand on that in a bit later, but you just brought back like this memory that I had as a kid that I have to share. Uh, long before I met you guys, it was it was either when I was still living in Brownsville and right before I moved to uh, to Canarsie. 
like Brownsville is still not great, but back then it was worse. So like growing up in that environment, right? Like, and you spoke like you came out of that environment. Mm -hmm. So one of my friends at the time, like he was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. um, like he was like, no, you, you can't do this anymore because like people see you, right? And they're not seeing me. So you have that chance of first impressions where you don't have to do this, right? Like you need to stop talking like you're from Brownsville and utilize this chance that you have to make that impression that you are not from here and that you're not part of this hood shit. Yeah. yeah. And Wait, like, you, were, you, you were a chipper before you met us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm super disappointed. I'm super disappointed. We could have, <laughs> oh my God. This is blowing my mind. This this was some this was this was we, some crazy time. It was like another lifetime ago. Where you at, bro? What you talking about, son? <laughs> we could have trolled we could have trolled the hood together. Oh my god, this is blowing my mind. God damn it. But yeah, like this thing was like what? Almost 30 years ago. Like it it was real it was real then and it and it's real today. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I feel like it sucks and I again, I'm 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 not Chinese, I'm not Korean, I'm not, you know, any kind of Asian, but I feel like that whole my, my like that model minority bullshit, it's it sucks and it's kind of a double-edged sword because like yeah, you're in you're in it's in the name, you're still a minority, but like it's in, like by again, by definition like you're one of the good ones. So like you're right. not like you're not being like stopped by the cops and like beat up in the street, even though, you know, we are experiencing that right now where, you know, Asian people are getting knocked in the face for no good mm -hmm. reason because they're getting blamed for the fuck. Right. But it's like implied that you guys don't need help. Like, oh, mm -hmm. no, they're they're doing fine on their own. They don't right. need the helping hand because they're good. They're the good yeah. ones, you know. And it's it's even worse because, you know, that kind of framing you know, is used to prop up you, you know, white supremacy. Right. Like it's used to mm -hmm. devalue you know, the struggles of other groups, right? Which at the same time devalues your own struggle, right? It's fucking bullshit. Right. This, like this country is like historically and, and like a lot of its history, mm. this, this is a black and white country. Now, like you got other things in there, but like the soup base is, is, is black and white. Like, and then, yeah, maybe you throw in some celery and like, you know, tomatoes or whatever. <laughs> But and the tension is black and white, unless we're at war with Japan. <laughs> well, yeah, right. <laughs> that, that was, I mean, that that's you know, amazing. You know, we, um, unless that, then the tension is very much focused on people who look like you. You know, and 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 then before that, when the Chinese were actually excluded from coming into the yeah, Chinese, the Chinese Exclusion Act. Act. Yeah, you guys were coming to take our railroad jobs because you're human <laughs> machines. <laughs> and and then like they it, it swapped right like once we could come into this country they chose like i guess like the best and brightest applicants um to to allow for 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 immigration and then they well, turned around but then they turned around and said look, look at how well these people are doing who are already smart and seeking advanced degrees compared to all these other minorities here why can't you just be like them and, and again, you know, that that ignores all of the the reasons why you can't just be like them, right? You know, you can't just right. be like them because you literally imported all of these people, you know, for free labor. You know, right. at least you at least you were planning on exploiting the Chinese and the Japanese and so on and so forth for cheap labor, right? <laughs> you know, but you know all the Native Americans and you know the you know the 
the blacks and Africans and you know so on and so forth. You know, people, you know the you know brown people from the Caribbean and stuff like that. We're just trying to use them for free, right? You know, it, it it's interesting how the initial tension and then you know they they get. I guess like some foster kid, right? And like, <laughs> like, like treat him kind of well. And, That's Jesus foster kid. And children. then, <laughs> like, I like that. It's it's no like we're we're, we're we're look like Asians and 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 the Chinese. We're yeah okay fine yeah we're a part of the country, but we're really not a part of the country. Like we're we're not part of that discussion. We're an add on piece that you can kind of bring in, kind of highlight and talk about. Um, when you want to compare stuff, we're, we're, we're a prop. It's a, it's a, we're a prop race. Um, well, I mean, can I ask you something? I'm kind of curious it. and I, I, and this, maybe this highlights my ignorance, but I just want to ask a question, but like black and brown people get a lot of attention a, because one, number one, they're scapegoated for a lot of bad shit, you know, like, oh, you know, the, these people are poor and they're violent and they don't go to school or whatever, whatever, whatever. But, you know, they're also like, you know, you got black people marching in the fucking streets and screaming and like, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, being very vocal about what's going on with them. You know, is that maybe I don't see it, but I don't see as much of that from the Asian community. And I from my perception, it's because they don't want to risk losing that, quote unquote, minority uh, model minority status. They don't want to rattle the cage. Not at all. Most people don't even like. Like most Asians, like who aren't here from here, don't even know, really understand what that is. That's a very like, like an ABC type of type of idea. What you what you don't have people Asians being political is, well, one you have a lot of them Chinese in particular come from a background, a country, who will not just like say, hey, don't protest. Like fucking like arrest yeah. you and kill you yeah. Yeah, yeah. for like for posting some shit online. So that's one thing. Um, number two is like we're just here to make make our bones, right? Like we 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 want to get here, put our head down in the dirt, and start just start working, making some money. Because like in New York City, the Asians um, are are one of like the poorest, right? So like fresh immigrants, like you're coming here, you don't speak the language. What you're gonna get inv- um, involved politically? No, you're just gonna go and 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 you know and make your money flipping dumplings. Like that's that's your that's what you do. So our political voice isn't very loud because a lot of us don't really, you know, like just know to stay out of it. It's not until you get into some more recent times where you have some. But that's not how you make. You know, that's not how you get noticed, though, right? Right. But like the issue here is a lot of that cultural stuff. Um, like here we have the saying: "The squeaky wheel gets the grease." But in Japan, and this feeling is kind of shared at least among um, the Chinese as well, it's the tallest nail gets hammered first. So that's kind of what we're fighting back culturally. And it's kind of why we depend on these ABCs who weren't exposed or born into that kind of culture. But instead, we're born here who actually feel like they should be part of the fabric to kind of speak up. Yeah, and they should be part of the fabric and they should speak up. That's that's what I guess I'm saying is that like I want to see more I want to see more outrage and more political movement and more more of a voice come from these people because no one's ever going to notice you with your head stuck in the sand. You know, I will say that you know, I have seen you uh 
you know, Asians and you know, generations of older Asians, you know, out, you know, marching and protesting, you know, you know, both for their own causes and for other causes too, you know, in this country. So like, I hope that the younger generations will take, you know, from those older generations and get more involved, you know, for marching for, you know, their justice and also the justice of other groups, just like, you know, their predecessors did, right? Like I've seen, you know, you know, Asian dudes, you know, marching with, you know, uh, black power marches, you know, in the sixties, you know, I've seen that, like, I've seen videos of that, pictures of that and stuff like that. Like, you know, I've seen people in the nineties, you know, marching, you know, you know, against you, you know, other, you know, anti, you know, anti-Asian violence and stuff like that. You know, I've seen, you know, I've seen things like this, you know, so I know, you know, so it's not, it, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to minimize you, uh, you that because I know they've been out there. I, I hope that you guys are right. I hope that they will be out more. You, know, I hope to see. You, know, I wanna, I wanna see more of that. I wanna see you know, more people. You know, more minorities. You know, more people. You know, who are marginalized. You, know, more people who are like fighting for their justice to get out there and do it. You know, risk some, risk the skin. You know, put some skin out there. Risk the game. You to fight for that justice. That's how we. That's how we move forward. You know. No, like, yeah, I, 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 I hope so. Like, I, I would like love no, nothing more than to shed the, uh, like this whole model minority myth was basically assigned to us because, like, yeah, sure, we'll we're not committing crimes, but we're also not politically motivated, right? So it's kind of like, like they know their place. Like they're they're out, you know, they're out in the corner. They're doing their job. They're doing a great job and you know but they know to stay in their lane like that's a real good minority if you've ever if i've ever seen one get so, out there do your part commit a crime <laughs> <laughs> get notice a real american would in yeah. fact commit a crime it's the american way <laughs> it is the american way like actually again like you guys bring back like have, having having this discussion brings back a, like an old memory around that same time. All I know is like people around me would kind of get hassled by the police here now and then, especially around like school. I had well, I I would call like not a friend, but I guess would like like usually just give me shit and then just have me deliver it. Wow, you were a <laughs> drug mule. Wait, what the fuck? I am I am not going to comment on what was in those bags or anything like that because I had no idea at the time. <laughs> And I technically still Jesus. do not know. Yeah, like maybe you wouldn't need me to like bring a deli sandwiches uh, to different people, right? <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yes. Well, sp speaking of blasts from the past and, and, and getting all wrapped up in nostalgia, um, Michael, didn't you have a story uh, about the Tamagotchi coming back? Uh, you want to oh, tell us God. a little bit about that? Dude, what what a powerful transition like, uh, in terms of topics. That's... Uh... That's hey, great, I'm trying man. to get on a lighter note here. No, okay? no, I, mean, I hear you. that's that's that's. I mean, there's nothing lighter than than Tamagotchi. Yeah, let's talk about the Tamagotchi. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember, like, but the, like these things were were everywhere for like a month, um, like back in the '90s. I killed one. Uh, I lost mine somewhere, and I remember being incredibly distraught uh, because, like, I knew the like it. I, I had to feed it, and I couldn't feed it because I couldn't find it, and it was going to die. I'm, I'm sorry. I was too broke for the full fat Tamagotchi. I, in fact, had a bootleg Tamagotchi. I had a Gigapet. 
which was the Giga Pets <laughs> were the RC Cola of virtual pets. Yes. The, the tropical fantasy, if you will. Yes. Uh, yeah, my, my little green frog. Do you remember that? So, so wait, they're bringing this back as what? Like, what is it? A, a, is it, it looks like a Fitbit or something. It measures your steps and all kinds of shit. What, what is it? What yeah, like, it's, it's basically, it, it's coming out in the form of a, basically a smartwatch. Amazing. And, uh, yeah, like, it is basically what it was back then. Like, you have to, like, feed it, play with it. It's just a thing, which is weird. Like, I don't understand why it is a watch and not just some app on your phone. Cause that I think because they want to you to experience the magic of holding that little bubble again. <laughs> Go all the way back to 1996. You know? And, and you know, if it's going to be an app, I mean, I, I feel like people would just play Pokemon Go. Yeah, mm, that's that, that's that's fair. Uh, fuck all of this. Call me when when they bring back the Digimon. That's like Digimon were the shit. Wow, yeah. Digimon. Yeah, that was that was the shit back then. It was the Tamagotchis that you could fight. You know. Right. You know, like that's why I'm surprised. Like they never really did like and transitioned out of just like the virtual pet and turned it into you know things you could trade or maybe it did something with a um with pokemon where you can kind of like sideload from one of your save files to the watch so that you could like basically raise your pikachu that would have been amazing i, I would have actually owned one of those it's great because they didn't even they didn't let you do things that were kind of like that until like 10 years into the future like playing like you know older future i guess future versions of pokemon like you know, on like Game Boy Advance or DS or whatever, like you know, Digimon was doing that shit like back in the in the nineties. You know, Pokemon wasn't even doing yeah. that until like two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. Like, oh, you could feed your Pokemon now. You, know? <laughs> you upload these back. You know, send them through the Nintendo sixty four pack or the send them through the GameCube <laughs> wire. Right. You know. Well, are you guys going to be purchasing this? I'm not. I don't give a yeah, rat's ass shit. about the Tamagotchi. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not no. <laughs> Like it's supposed to be like sixty eight bucks, but yeah, no, I, I I don't I don't know. Like this is a weird nineties uh, nostalgia thing. Um, like I don't think kids today would be impressed by a Tamagotchi smartwatch at all because no. they probably don't have any connection to it. And smartwatches right. these days just run laps around what this thing is. So this is purely going for people what our age, and I'm just like no. Speak, speaking of generational obsolescence or whatever, so you guys hear about this. Uh... You know, the deal of the Peloton, you know, the Peloton treadmills, you know, so... No, other than the, that, they kill kids. <laughs> oh, killing... Other than that, You no. know, killing, ki killing kids yeah. is old hat, you know. Uh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. So, today, you know, I guess a Peloton, you disabled a feature, you know, on its treadmill plus, like the $4,000 treadmill plus. You know, which required, you know, you know, so it was previously a free feature, right? You know, just running on the treadmill, which, you know, which it's amazing. Isn't that what a treadmill it's, is? Yeah, it's amazing that you even have to <laughs> rationalize this. You know, like the feature just run, right? You know, right? <laughs> but now you have to, you know, they did the a firmware update disabled uh, the feature, you know, to use the just run function, you know, and you have to pay a $39, you know, subscription, you know, monthly fee. You know, for the Peloton account to use, you know, the just run function. You know, so this, you know, wow. what's the point of this? Why did they do this? So they allege that it's a security feature, right? Like you want to, you know, 
you you have to disable you disable the function or whatever as a security function, right? So you don't people you 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 prevent people from you you know, you being unauthorized accessors of the Peloton, right? You know, but you know, really, you know, it's just you know the quest for more money, right? You know, why would you why would you disable you know, just running under Peloton? You to well. Here's another question: What else does the fucking thing do besides you run on it? Well, what else can it do? It's not a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else does it do? I mean, you know, if you believe that there's you know, true value to the Peloton and stuff like that, then you know, you believe that you know, hey, you know, it's useful because you know you can run and you know, like you have like the people on the screen you know, uh, doing uh, video. You know, like video personal training and stuff like that. It, it motivates you to yeah, run. Yeah, but if you can't run, then well, then you can't run. run. Well, no, you can run. You just have to pay thirty nine dollars a month for the feature. So, so this, so this feature, this treadmill worked perfectly fine before this update, mm-hmm. and then they updated it and said, now you have to pay money to use right. it. Right, like you could run without a membership Amazing. on the just run setting, but a firmware update you know, remove that functionality, right? Which to me is, you know, yet another, you know, uh, dystopian, you know, future thing, right? Because now you have, you know, physical items as a serve, as a service. And, you know, those physical items, you know, can have their functionality modified by firmware updates, right? So, like... Physical items you've already paid <laughs> yeah. for. So, like, you remember, you know, like 10 years ago or whatever mm-hmm. with, like, the PS3 and, you know, you had the... You know, the functionality where you could install Linux, right? You know, other OS. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there was like a firmware update that blocked it. You know, so you couldn't use, you know, another operating system on your PS3. And so you had people deciding that, you know, we're going to hack it, right? You know, so now you're going to have people, you know, getting extra hardcore to hack, you know, Pelotons and stuff like that. Mind you, they already have, you know, people that have reversed, uh, reverse engineered Pelotons and installed the firmware on non-peloton bikes non-peloton treadmills it's a fucking treadmill (laughs) like (laughs) why why does it have firmware what's going on because that's the that's the world we live in that's the this is what i was saying with the 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 meat hack Mm -hmm. you know why does my steak need to be connected to the internet it does not the internet of things this is this is where we're at in 2021 man you know yeah, now you have to go to like a, a third party you uh, Ukraine hacker or something like that to you know fucking you VPN into your uh, your treadmill so you can unlock it so you can run for free on your treadmill. But then I get ransomware and I'm fucked. Oh, that's gonna be great. <laughs> There's no way to win. You know, There's no way your to Peloton win. Peloton steals your credit card number, your your fucking uh, PayPal account. <laughs> you know, you have to run to mine Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, that is that is ultimate dystopia. I love it. It's good. You know, it's it's so ridiculous that you know, you have people basically you know, companies able to lock out features you know for things that were already there you know shit that you bought you know, and you, you can make it obsolete because the item the physical object is a, a vessel for services and not you know, what it physically does. Right, like I always. Oh, you want your PlayStation to turn on? Right. Huh? Well, that'll be an extra forty. Yeah, you have to you have to pay for PlayStation. Pl- Play for pay for PlayStation Plus Plus in order to display graphics for via the optional PlayStation HDMI cable to your TV. Right. Yeah, you want an HDMI out that costs yeah. extra. The game is playing; it just won't play on right. your TV. That, that requires <laughs> PlayStation Plus Plus Plus. 
Don't uh, don't speak that evil into the world because you know Sony's listening. Personally, I'm just waiting for Tesla and you know this, these cars to do that, like cars with firmware, you know, and then you you just up like it gets an automatic firmware update or something like that, and then the brakes don't work. You know, so oh sorry, you know, like 2015 models aren't you know we we don't support them you know, in uh, Tesla OS 15, so you know you'll have to drive through this divider and die. Don't you think shit like this kind of incentivizes just more hacking? I mean, yeah, that's, you know, for sure. Like, that's what I was saying with the, the PlayStation. Like, the second you start doing that, you're going to have that. But, you know, not not all hackers are, you know, interested in hacking for moral good, you know, ethical <laughs> good, you know, you know. There are just there are just as many hackers that want to find a way to play Doom on the Peloton, you know, as there are hackers that want to you know, uh, upload malware to you know get into your fucking router. It's just bad all around. Like you know, Peloton shouldn't be allowed to do things like that just to disable. How is this company still around? Like their their treadmills are shooting kids off of it like like cannons. yeah but they charge four thousand dollars they charge four thousand dollars for treadmills <laughs> that's how they're still around hey, they turn those four thousand dollar treadmills into four thousand dollar paperweights uh death machines and paperweights i mean to to be to okay. be fair you know like there was some value to it during the pandemic right you know when when we couldn't go outside i mean we could go outside but you know, when when there was a non-zero risk of you know, uh, instant death virus, you know, if you ran outside, you know, so there, you know, at least there was some utility for some people, you know, uh, you know, riding on their Peloton, getting some sort of uh, exercise and getting some sort of connectivity with other people, you know, but God, a, a Nordic track is $500. You probably already have an iPhone. Just like video chat with someone. Like, I don't. <laughs> set up, like, this is so ridiculous. Set up the zoom. Tra- uh, set up the zoom chat while you fucking do the rower. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know how this company is is functional, um, but holy crap! Wow. Like you're right though, because like it's not the first company to do something like. I mean, it's something. It's the first company that did something that egregious. But like like you said, Tesla has been kind of known for this for for a while. Their assisted driving features, like all of those, all of their cars come with a standard. But if you actually want to use those AI features of driving, then you pay to unlock it. This is like the opposite of that. It's getting really, out of control. I, it really is. I I I hate this you know, model. Now um, every channel, every every streaming service, every game, every now physical yeah. device, every you know, your cell phone, every every fucking thing, apps on your cell phone. <laughs> Waiting, waiting for that, waiting for that tap water subscription. Waiting for that. Let's, I'm glad wow. I have a well. Fuck you, people. <laughs> water rights are going to be the next battleground. So, he's set. Yeah, like during during uh, the the issues in Texas and stuff like that back in April and such. You know, you know when you know power was out and people couldn't get you know, food and people couldn't have like people's uh, treatment plants and stuff like that didn't work. You. Know, it got kind of dicey. People having to, you know, people had trouble even buying bottled water, mm-hmm. right? The same way like it did during the pandemic at the beginning when people were, you know, going shit stocking up, right? So yeah, that water subscription looking real nice for for Nestle or something like that, right? <laughs> I don't like Earth anymore. Is I just don't. I don't like planet Earth and where it's going. Fuck you. I love this planet. Final Fantasy Remake Part <laughs> Two coming in twenty twenty five. You be there. <laughs> Be there before the planet explodes. 
And I, and I guess with that, I mean, it looks like that's all the time we have for Red Channel Condition this week. Um, but uh, if you're interested, uh, check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you're interested in more of our content, uh, check out the Red Channel Condition YouTube channel. For questions, comments, or if you just want to drop us a line, send us an email at redchannelcondition at gmail.com. Thanks very much for listening, guys. See you later. Later. <laughs>